Welcome to Building a Better Bond, a Fiber Bond podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. Workplace safety has always been a major priority, but the introduction of COVID-19 has heightened awareness and necessitated new safety measures and guidelines to ensure the health and well-being of employees. So joining me today on Building a Better Bond, a podcast by FiberBond, is Marti Gonsolin, VP of Supply Chain and Manufacturing Support at FiberBond. Marti, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Tyler, for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Marty, first off, let's let's just talk about how quickly you were able to mobilize to ensure that your employees were safe while continuing to support our nation's critical infrastructure. Kind of talk me through that process and how you were able to implement these measures so quickly. Well, uh, I'll start off by saying, uh, of course, we're located in Louisiana, and early on, Louisiana, unfortunately, was one of the hot spots for COVID. 19. And so back in February, we began to really dive in and look at the details of what would be needed to do to combat the the pandemic. And probably by the end of February, early March, we began to put in place some policies that we felt like would need to to happen in order to keep our folks safe here. Uh, By the middle of March, we had a number of things put in place even prior to the March 30th statewide mandate uh, for stay at home here in Louisiana. So we were actually about two weeks ahead of the actual state mandate in putting some of the things in place to keep the employees safe. Right, and I think that, that that foresight and that quick mobility that uh, that FiberBond showed in that moment uh, really, I, I'm sure, kept a lot of your employees safe and uh, and was extremely beneficial just in your response to to the pandemic. Now, Marty, you have a background in pharmaceutical manufacturing, so how did that experience help you in this process? Did it give you uh, insight into the situation that maybe others wouldn't have? I would say it it really did. Um, Prior to joining FireBond, I spent uh, 20 or so years in pharmaceutical manufacturing. And the industry that I joined here at FireBond about seven years ago was really completely, totally different. I came to FireBond because of the people here, the company's values, the challenge of that new industry. But I really had no idea how valuable my experience in the pharmaceutical industry would be until earlier this year. Um, As part of my safety role here at FiberBond, all of a sudden, uh, some of the backgrounds that I have with FDA, uh, CDC, pharmaceutical science, that really played into my helping shape and draft policies uh, that help employees stay safe here. Um, most of my other colleagues here have a deep indus- uh, industry experience at FiberBond, and I was able to help in a way that was unique, I guess, based on my experience. The thing I took away from that, I believe, and the larger lesson here is that there is always great value in diversity and different backgrounds. And while I couldn't see it when I joined here, I joined for different reasons. Uh, Things all work together to where I could help somewhat in a unique way. So surrounding yourself with different backgrounds, different perspectives, sometimes you just don't know how how valuable that can be until the, the circumstances arise. 
Absolutely. You know, and isn't that just how life works sometimes where you don't necessarily understand uh, exactly how experience is going to all of a sudden pop up in a different way and in, 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 in an unexpected way even where, you know, you having that background has certainly played a huge role now in working at a company that, you know, is, um, you know, does play a, ma- a major role in supporting our nation's critical infrastructure. And so it doesn't always seem like there's a plan in place or, uh, or a, a clear path showing exactly how this is all going to play out. But um, it's, it's funny how life works out that way. It, it really does. Pieces come together and you begin to see how, you know, this thing couldn't have worked out better in terms of my experience here. Uh, I was able to really contribute because over the past seven years, there's been times that I have felt like maybe I, you know, I couldn't contribute as much as others. Um, but that just goes to show you, you know, different experiences and different backgrounds uh, they all play a key role and, and you never know how that's going to turn out. And, and when you see it, it really is profound. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better myself. So, uh, Marty, FiberBond implemented a, an, an extensive number of safety measures, and I mean that in the most positive and glowing of ways. So what all did you put into place? Kind of talk me through some of the things that, that, that you implemented at your facilities uh, to keep your employees safe. Well, and we knew, and, and based on the way that our company works here and the way our employees interact, we knew we had a lot of people in production that work very close in close quarters with other people. They're actually inside our structures, uh, finishing out the insides, integrating uh, equipment, and they work very closely together. And so we knew we had to put in place measures that would keep uh, those folks as safe as possible and still continue to support uh, you know, customers um, in the uh, in the infrastructure. So, um, one of the things that we did early on, before it was mandated, was temporal scanning of everyone entering our site. So we began that scanning the end of March, so that anyone that came on site, whether it be a visitor, an employee, uh, you know, a contractor, a customer, um, if you uh, had a temperature above a hundred, you would be turned away. Uh, We also had questionnaires for visitors and and contractors as well that helped us make sure that they were not exposed or or they were not, if they weren't feeling well, then they were not allowed on site as well. We did a lot of things related to the employee uh, containment on site. Uh, Basically, we restricted the movement of uh, our employees across different buildings. So if you worked in a particular area in a particular building, um, when you came in for that day, you stayed in that area. You didn't cross the facility or cross our campus to another building and be exposed to another group of people. So um, very limited, very limited people were allowed to move and have full access across the campus. FiberBond purchased and mandated facial coverings for all employees, everyone on site, and then for any visitors that came on site, uh, that was mandated as well. We closed all of our existing break areas, employee break areas that were in buildings, and we instead set up large outdoor tents for breaks and lunch periods. We increased the number of restroom facilities on site, uh, and we assigned employees to specific ones. Um, We separated our day shift and our night shift by one hour so that the employees that were leaving on day shift did not ever interact with those that were coming in for our second shift. Uh, Most of our administrative and professional folks were able to work from home. 
We were already using, you know, a virtual meetings platform prior to to the pandemic, and it was it very quickly became uh, our virtual venue for all of our meetings. Um, even those administrative and professional folks that were here on site, if you, they came into their office, they came in. Uh, during the day, they came into their office and closed their door and did all of their meetings and any communications with other employees were done uh, while they were in their office and by uh, virtual meetings. So we began to spray all of our production and administrative buildings on our campus multiple times weekly with a, an antiviral solution uh, after hours and in between production shifts. Uh, that was a proactive measure put in place We also, a lot of policies and procedures related to notification uh, of who needs to know if an employee tests positive, uh, and then the tracing uh, of exposure to anyone else who might have been uh, exposed. All of those procedures had to be lined out so that we knew exactly who had been exposed and making sure that we uh, safely removed them from the site and that everyone else was communicated to. A lot of times there are issues with sick time and employees here at Fiberbond, our sick time is earned. And we had just gone through a ramp up in the last uh, 12 to 18 months, which meant several, uh, there was probably a good portion of our population that maybe didn't have a lot of sick time in their bank, earned sick time. Um, We made the decision at Fiberbond to make sure that every employee had 80 hours of sick leave in their sick bank in the event that you know, they became ill or needed to quarantine themselves, care for a family member or a child. You know, schools were closing in March and April. And uh, so it was a way that we could provide financial stability uh, and help all the anxiety during during that time. So um, if an employee did not have 80 hours, Fiberbond filled that uh, bank up to 80 hours to make sure they had that time. So all those things together, I think, have been, as a matter of fact, all of those things are still in place um, now that we're talking about that. Even though the state has gone through different phases, um, we have kept all of these things in place currently here and haven't really um, changed any of those. And the intent is to do that until we feel like the, that uh, there's not a concern for our employees uh, anymore. And you know what? What really stands out about that to me is uh, you mentioned earlier that that part of the reason you you were drawn to Fiberbond was the people and the values and the culture mm-hmm. um, that was exhibited by um, by the company. And uh, what you outlaid, uh, just as far as as policies and procedures uh, to keep employees safe, also seems to communicate a value of employees, right? Uh, how much you value them and value their health and their safety, which I think is another big aspect of this, right? That not only are you trying to keep employees safe, but you're also communicating to them that they're valuable to you as a, as a company and you care about their well-being, um, which, which I also think is really important. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it, it is, it's unsettling for everyone. 2020 has been a challenge, uh, most definitely. And I think part of that is recognizing that you want employees to feel like they can come to work and be protected and be safe. And, and honestly, we took input from employees on, on other measures, anything else that we could do to help make them feel uh, safer. It, it's just important that while they're here, uh, they can focus on work. And they also know that Fiberbond has their best interests at heart. We want them, I mean, we value them and we want them to be, we want them to feel protected. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I think uh, I think that's a big, uh, important thing um, for sure. So, you know, one of the things that also stands out is that communication is a crucial part of responding to a situation like COVID-19. So how did FiberBond ensure clear and consistent communication throughout the organization to ensure that everybody was aware of guidelines and to make sure that, that everybody was on the same page here? Well, and you're right. Communication is absolutely essential. We did it in a number of ways. I think it's important, obviously, visual communication, making sure that you have listed certain procedures. We have procedures. All of our COVID-19 procedures are on our fiber bond website. Um, they are posted around the facility. And it, it's important for those to remind employees and to list out those things for employees because they can see that. But I think there's also maybe a more human component on some of this um, where anytime there's an update, uh, whether it be uh, maybe the uh, someone has tested positive or whether there's a communication that needs to go out on the status of cut to customers, then uh, we've started uh, early in the process, Graham Walker, our president, started providing video updates uh, to our employees and to our customers on, on the continuing state of our business. So, um, you know, we're, we're very blessed to live in a time where that is easier to do. Um, those, those updates can go directly to, a, a, to someone's mobile device and uh, provide instant information to them, not only instant, but I think a more personal message. And Graham delivers those um, frequently whenever the, the need occurs. Or we send out a text message as well um, with, with vital information. That helps keep employees informed. Uh, it's also a safer measure, right? Rather than meeting right now uh, as a group, it's always, we do miss that. Uh, Fiberbond here is, uh, I think there's a, there's a lot of value in meeting face-to-face and having those conversations, but we recognize that that was all part, we, we needed to be safe. Mm-hmm. Right now, this was the best way we could do that and still to us have the, the most, I guess, the most human element. Absolutely, you know, and and you're you're absolutely right. And one of the things that I think has been a challenge for some companies has been just maintaining that positive company culture that they'd worked so hard to build and grow and foster over the years. Um, to all of a sudden not be in person, having having those abilities to to utilize video and other capabilities to continue to allow that company culture to thrive, I think is is also really important. Is that something that you've noticed that um, that while meeting face to face is extremely important, it's something that we all miss during this time, that you're still able to continue the culture that makes FiberBond such a great place uh, by utilizing video and other resources? Oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, daily, um, you know, a lot of the meetings that um, we have here, almost all of the ones that we have are are now on a video platform. So there's even some applications that we use that are, you know, kind of like just video break rooms so that if you want to go and, and, and have a discussion with someone or on your break time or lunchtime, want to be able to reach out to somebody, you can do that by video and um, still keep that connection with each other. Um, it's, it can be difficult. It's a little bit of a challenge, and but I will tell you, I think it's made a huge difference in the way our employees relate and have been able to cope during a challenging time. Um, it, it is made, to me, it's made probably the biggest difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. Marty Gonsolin, Vice President of Supply Chain and Manufacturing Support at FiberBond. Thank you so much for joining me here on Building a, a Better Bond and talking about meeting the challenges of workplace safety during COVID-19. Marty, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Tyler. Stay safe. 
Thank you, you two. And everybody out there, stay safe as well. We appreciate you listening to this episode of the podcast very much. Of course, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't heard some of the previous episodes of Building a Better Bond, make sure to go find those on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe to stay up to date with the latest from Fiberbond. And of course, we'll be back soon with more podcasts and more episodes and more content from Fiberbond. But until then, everyone out there, stay safe. I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Have a good one.